In Bangladesh, the plight of Rohingya refugees living in the world's largest refugee camp is again the focus of deep concern. Nearly a million people are living there in desperate conditions and the Prime Minister is warning that Bangladesh can no longer deal with the scale of the problem and uh, is calling on the international community to share the burden. The Rohingya Muslims are an ethnic minority group from neighbouring Myanmar, which is predominantly Buddhist. Now, in August of 2017, action by the army of Myanmar led to hundreds of thousands of Rohingya Muslims fleeing to Bangladesh, forming camps around the port of Cox's Bazar. At the time, we reported on the families who'd become refugees overnight. They included Anwar, who was a newborn baby. This month, our South Asia correspondent, Rajini Vajinathan, and her team went to look for Anwar to find out what's happened to him. Born as his mother ran for her life. Anwar Sadiq was just hours old when the BBC met them in a refugee camp. When my baby used to kick me in my womb, I used to think that I would bring him to a beautiful and peaceful world. But that was 2017. So what became of baby Anwar? He was one in a million in the world's largest refugee camp in Bangladesh. Home to Rohingya families who'd fled violence in Myanmar. Five years on, we went in search of him through a maze of tiny lanes. Okay, this is the animal shelter, this one. Okay, let's see. We found a wide-eyed, yet shy, little boy. Anwar has two sisters. This one room, their family home. No windows for air, no toys to play with, barely any clothes. It's a miserable existence. I want him to live like other children. I want him to be educated, have clean clothes and eat proper food. But I can't because I don't have anything. Anwar's is a fragile existence. Living in squalor, he's sick all the time. In March, he nearly died of pneumonia. Not too far from where Anwar lives. There's very little space to move here, with row after row of bamboo shelter crammed into this space. It's also hot and humid, so it's impossible to overstate just how claustrophobic these living conditions are. This is the tale of half a million children, a generation robbed of their rights and of an education. There are no formal schools inside the camps. For a couple of hours a day, Anwar visits a makeshift classroom, supported by the UN. Here, he gets basic lessons. Every child in this room is a refugee. But Bangladesh's government doesn't allow them to be taught the local curriculum or language. Having hosted Rohingya refugees for years, it wants them to return to Myanmar, the country run by the very army their parents fled in fear. 
Rohingya refugees rely on monthly food vouchers from the UN to survive. Mosen has already run out. What can I feed them? I don't have anything. I'll have to borrow from others. So that's all the rice? From next month, the money she gets is being cut again. She'll have to feed her family on just six pounds each. The world promised it wouldn't forget babies like Anwar when this crisis began. But as he's grown, the help these children are getting has fallen. Anwar's future was never going to be easy. But does it have to be this hard? Regini Vardinavan, BBC News, Kutupalong refugee camp in Bangladesh.